One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello. Yes, okay. Good. Not too much time is there to prepare <laughs> from one game to another in a, a different competition, but uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure it's a great situation to be in, isn't it? Um, and it's going to be a very different game from Saturday. How much better do you need to be, or do you need to be that much better against Memphis on Tuesday? Oh, I don't think about being better. I think about being um, on top of our game. So that's the plan for 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 all the games. If it doesn't happen, you know, it's not about that. You try to improve here or there. You try to improve in general. Um, and Memphis is obviously a different opponent. Um, yeah. Yeah, one of the most successful teams in Portugal um, this year. Um, maybe not exactly where they want to be in the table, but um, are for that they are went far in the Champions League. So it's a, it's a tough opponent. I know we know a lot of players, obviously from Premier League or Bundesliga or wherever, and um, so you can say that's a. It's a proper team, and um, yeah, we have to be really good. That's true. He tried ten minutes long, but it didn't stand the word. No, <laughs> um, uh, we have obviously with Vitor, with Peblinders, um, and with the boys, with Diogo, yeah, of course, with Luis, enough specialists for Portuguese football in our in our team. But um, we did analyze anyway, completely normal because we don't need any kind of inside stories. Maybe we are watching the football team. And um, that's what we did. We had the meeting with the boys this morning, the analyzed meeting. So now all the information, necessary informations are shared. And now we have to make sure that we use them. Lots of noise about Mo Salah's contract again at the weekend. Any further news updates? Are you happy with this situation? I'm happy with it because it's uh, it's nothing nothing new to say. That's good. It's just it's just good. The, the, the decisive parts parties are talking to each other, and that's all I need. And that's it. Okay, we'll head over to Juliet on Zoom now. If that's okay. Hi, thank you again. Hi, Julia. Three empty seats in front of me here in Um I was just wondering, you were talking at the weekend about how maybe a couple of players have picked up, but not Curtis Jones and uh, Joel Matic as well, but Trent training them, training and Curtis training today. So, full squad available for the match? Yes, full full squad available, absolutely. So, nothing. Curtis was just a little. Little swelling disappeared then overnight. Fine, um, same with Joel, uh, which was very helpful because it looked really strange. And um, yes, and trend trained now for four or five days. Um, not sure exactly, but yes, he's ready as well. Thank you. 
Okay, we'll go to Ian next, please. Talk sport. Hi, Jürgen. How are you? Uh, hi, Ian. Good. You? Yeah, good. Thank you. We're going to speak to Virgil van Dijk as well um, shortly. Um, how important is the defensive unit? We all go on about your front three being incredible, but you haven't conceded a goal away from Anfield um, since Crystal Palace, which was back in January. So how important is that side of things to you? It's a, it's a mother, if you want, of all the things we do. And that's what I, I'm asking for constantly. That will never stop because it gives you stability. It gives you the opportunity to win games 1-0, which is important because you cannot always score plenty of goals um, because the quality of the other opponents. So that's, that's how it all starts. That's how it all ends. Um, it's absolutely um, yeah, the, the basis for all the things we do. Okay, we're going to Paul Joyce next, please. Hello, Jürgen. Hi. Um, I was just, hi. I was just wondering if you could talk a little bit about when you were in Lisbon and got the phone call from Mike Gordon. That was a, <laughs> a nice story you sent to the website. Yeah. Was that a phone call that changed your life? Or it was not a, a it did change my life, but it was not Mike Gordon on the phone. To Mike, I spoke later. No, it was my agent on the phone. And he right. told me he told me about the interest. So when I told the story to our website, um, it was like, uh, the, yeah, the situation was like this, but we are completely in a holiday mood, but there were some rumors around, which we didn't really follow. But with two sons, they, they pick up pretty much everything. So I knew from them a little bit that um, a couple of things could happen, these kind of things. And then uh, when we were sitting there, the, the, the phone rang and I, I didn't pick a lot of phone calls that time. So my family was around. So why should I talk to anybody else? And um, but it was my agent, who is my friend as well. So um, I picked the phone and then when I said, uh, when, he, when he said, yeah, Liverpool's calling, then I just, the boys were looking at me, like staring at me and I just said, it's and yeah, in that moment for them, the decision was made and Ulla had to, had to put the dam up and then um, it was clear we will, we will do that because um, it just felt right from the first second. So it was a life changer, definitely. And, and uh, you know, goes without saying, you sit here now to, with everything you've achieved, you can't really have expected to work out too much better. Been everything you thought it would be. Yeah, I would love, would love to say we were champions 2019 as well. So, <laughs> but we weren't. I would have loved to say we won the Champions League final. It was the 19 as well? I forgot it. No, that was 18. Um, so that all would have been great. I don't know exactly. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, you know I I don't judge my time here. Uh, about the trophies too much. I know everybody else is doing that, but it's not for me. It's not that much for me. It's the way we, we play and the way we develop and the way the club is, uh, the position the club is in the moment is much more important. So it's a healthy club in a good situation. So what you want. Um, and this, these circumstances give you the opportunity to to focus on football and um, that's what we try but it's it's really difficult I know the stories around us are very positive in the moment rightly so the boys deserve that but um, we all know 
one f failure, one little wrong step or whatever, and at least one competition could be gone. So um, we have to make sure and there is no problem for us, by the way, because we don't feel that well about the situation. We don't feel that great. We just um, feel um, ready for the next challenge. And that's all I need. Um, but there's no big celebration about the development of the club in the last few years. It's just um, really serious work. And I'm very, very happy about that. Okay, we'll go to Chris in the room, please. Chris in the room, that's a nice name. Wondering how you're kind of helping the players, I suppose, mentally as well, dealing with every, because every game, every big game, every few days, how do you help them to kind of keep the players, I suppose, calm in these moments? Calm, I'm not sure I want them to keep calm. To be calm. I know what you mean, so like focus, these kind of things, but... You need excitement, you need, everybody needs to be looking forward to it. That's easy with the fixtures we have, with the competitions we are in, with the period we are in that might be somehow more difficult late November, early December when long, no, you're not even halfway through and the, the, the games, the rhythm is the same pretty much. So it's really tricky. But to the end, I don't have to worry too much about that um, apart from that we are used to it eh? we are used to it and it's nice we enjoy it actually the training sessions are very short training are very punctual we do this we do this we do this and then go on from here the meeting this morning was longer we had than the, than the session actually um, and so we are used to it and the boys enjoy that um, we, we speak the things through we go through the ranks um, ranks what we have to do in the on the pitch and it's it's nice then go in the next game as long as you win, it's anyway nice. But um, even in other moments, it's um, it's then still very, very exciting and interesting. So now we have no problem with that. It's um, it's all good. Um, it's a the situation we, we we dreamed of if we would have dreamed before the season. So now we are here. And now let's try to get the most of it. Okay, stay in the room. Jürgen, uh, after the NFL, you spoke about the maturity of the form, the maturity and getting the results. How important will that be over the course of the next two months of maturity? Yeah, massively, it's not the only thing. If you're only mature, so then uh, <laughs> it doesn't help too much. But you can can combine quality, desire, excitement, um, and stuff like this uh, mentality with maturity. Stop. Yeah, you cannot you cannot buy that. You have to mature yourself pretty much as a team, as a player, and then me as a coach as well. So um, it's it's just you will realize that in a few years you are now too young, but uh, things you judge things karma in the future, uh, which you and uh, that's what experience makes. And uh, you don't have to get old for that. You just have to need to a lot of experiences, different experiences to get in a row. And that's why I'm, when I see that, I'm always really happy. We had other games when when we when we were one it up or whatever, and we were running still like madness in one direction as if we were not one it up, like 85th minute. And let me say both fullbacks in the box of the opposition. They think, okay, what are they doing there? So, but it's not that I want to hold them back. I just want to um, have them thinking uh, in the right way. And that's what I that's what I saw on Saturday. Yeah, but just as about Benfica, I would be that main threat tomorrow. That would be Darwin Nunez top scoring Premier League and score against Barcelona and Ajax as well. From what you've seen. He's not the only one. They have a really good team, I have to say. A really talented team and a good way to play. But yes, he is. He's a good striker. <laughs> the next one from Uruguay. I don't know how they played together, Cavani, Suarez and him um, in one team. That's probably um, uh, 
a challenge as well to put that in place. Um, but it's um, top, top boy. And yes, the goals he scored, obviously the one against Ajax at, at Amsterdam, that was a massive one, big one. Yes, in the group stage as well. So he's not shy. He did now not start the last game. He came home at half time because of coming back from international duty. So we expect him to start tomorrow. They have to make sure that he will not get um, a lot of balls. But there are other players. The Rafa is uh, with the ball. Wow, um, really quick. Um, and yeah, and the others. Um, I, can, I know Julian Weigel, obviously. Joao Mario, we all know. And um, there's a lot of quality in this team and experience as well with Vertonghen, Otamendi. Um, that's a uh, it's an interesting chat, but it's qualifying Champions League. Well, who cares? It's, it, that's how it should be. And I'm, I'm, I'm really happy and really looking forward to it. Okay, we've got time for three more questions. Uh, we'll start with Andy Hunter on Zoom, please. Hi, oh, yeah, again. Sorry, but this is a bit similar to the previous question. But you said on Saturday that Benfica are a really dangerous opponent if you don't stop them doing what they want to do. What is it in particular? It's a, no, it's a football playing side. Uh, it's, I think um, they are. Uh, has in all positions, high fullbacks, stuff like this as well. Not, not um, yeah, we have high fullbacks as well in moments, but it's um, like this. It just just shows uh, they are ready to take a risk. Means in, in when they are in possession, they open up the the, the formation, and you really there really um, there's a lot of space to defend. So we have to make sure that we can win balls there, that we could use that as well. Then, so at least we expect that that they do that because that's what they did so far in pretty much all the games. But um, maybe against us, they play completely different. We have to, we have to adapt to that. Uh, so it's a mix of tech uh, of of these technical players of speed and um, and. Yeah, good organization, I have to say. And that's that's what makes them dangerous. And the fact that they came through the group, they came through, so they obviously know. In the league, they are for sure not exactly in the position. Yeah, the distance to Porto is for sure a bit too, too, too big for uh, for their understanding. Um, but in the Champions League, they, they overachieved. They were not in the group the favorite, for sure not. They were not against Ajax the favorite, for sure not. Ajax, again, like the high flyers in the not top leagues let me say but everybody knows the talent of Ajax is insane um, and they kick them out um, and that's, uh, that shows they know how to get a result and we have to make sure that we um, yes have a hand in that as well okay final two questions we're going to Dave Malik next please uh, hi, just, hi. Um, just on, on Mark, um, I think when you say um there's nothing you say that means nothing nothing new has actually happened but you're happy with the progress um, and also just he, he's not scored for a, for a few games since uh, February I think um, is, is that an issue or is it the fact that he's, the fact that he does all the work and takes so many players marking him etc is that still sort of a massively important contribution uh, yeah it is to, to the way your team it is all the, the, yeah he might not have scored from open play or whatever, maybe a penalty here or there. I don't know. But it's not too important. The thing is, for me, it's the performance level is, is, is for me important. Um, the threat is for, for other teams. Um, how it brings players 
together in the moment when he, when, when he gets the ball I think two or three players are, are going for him in these moments he could decide sometimes in a better way no doubt about that pass the ball quicker um, all these things but it's a tough tough period for Sadio uh, for Pomo and for Sadio like with the African Cup and then the games it's like coming back being immediately for us available again um, that was really really special and um, so and that's completely normal in a season that you have these little things that for, for these boys it's just not like this big changes but it's it's still there and um, but um, we see him every day in training and um, we see him playing obviously there's nothing to worry about apart from that we have to manage the, the, the physical the physical part as well um, of course the player, these players will not come to me and ask me for a break so I have to give them the break in a specific moment and then um, we, we hopefully together use that little break and then from there we go again but that's it Okay and we'll finish with Ian Doyle please yeah, yeah, and it's not just the first team that's had a successful season for Liverpool. The women's team won promotion to the Super League at the weekend. I'm just wondering what you uh, you made of that achievement. Yeah, I'm. Um, I since I uh, congratulations, I said. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live, from ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating. They always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Um, uh, sent messages yesterday I was really happy I was following it now all the time I was looking at the results always um, after our games around our games looking when they play who they play um, last week obviously when um, after the result from last week it was clear they with a draw against Bristol they can make it and they won um, really happy for the girls um, and for Matt it's a, it's a big big thing um, obviously Liverpool was in the last years not famous for for, for, for treating or dealing with the women's football outstandingly well they yeah, didn't go down to the to the championship uh, for no reason um, but now they are back and now we have to make sure that we that we use the situation and I met a lot of the girls um, 
in the last two three months people for different reasons um wonderful we did wonderful stuff together for, for with with michaela for lgbt which was really great and then i spoke to others it was it's really nice um, to be honest I'm, that's a wonderful team great coach and really happy for them to get promoted Okay, thank you very much, everyone. Nigel Van Dyke will be next. Do you remember the last time you had a, a, a full squad available? No, I, I actually no. I have no idea, honestly. Oh, it's, it never, I think it never happened before. Not even the first year of the preseason. It's a good time to leave the Nigel, good afternoon. Hope you well. I, I don't know whether you're aware, you've made 47 appearances so far this season in internationals. Hopefully, it'll be 62 if all goes to plan. With Liverpool, but um, is this how you like it, game after game, and each one getting bigger and bigger? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think uh, maybe the manager said it already in the media, but if you would say at the start of the season that you would still be in all competitions by this by this time of the year, um, also having the full squad that obviously last season wasn't really the case. You know, we would have taken it easily and. Um, I'm just enjoying enjoying the moment. We all as football players want to play games. Obviously, it asks a lot physically from from us. But um, I'm just going for it, and um, I'm enjoying every moment. And as a defender, the record is very impressive of late. You've only conceded three goals in the last 13 games. Do you think sometimes it goes unnoticed outside of the club with so much emphasis on on Liverpool's front three, etc.? Um, Do you care? I must say, before the the international break in in um, January, I did care a little bit that it was going on notice, because I think I said it in an interview as well that I felt a bit um, taken for granted coming back from a from a from a long term injury, um, that everything was sort of normal and everyone expected the same, and it's it's not it's quite, quite difficult, but. After the break, I really didn't, um, and maybe that helped also the performances personally. Um, and um, but at the moment, you know, we're just doing it together. We're going for it. Uh, everyone is playing the parts. Everyone is um, uh, involved in it as well. You know, the, the back four plus Ali changes at times as well. If you look at the the cup final with with Kweef coming in. Being the hero um, in the cup competitions, Costas left back, Ibu coming in, Joe coming in now. So everyone is getting getting involved in the success that we have as a defensive unit. But the way we defend is we do it all together and everyone feels responsibility for that as well. From Premier League to Champions League, different types of games. Just wondering, do you have to approach these knockout games any differently now that the away goals rule? Has changed. What, what, what's the approach for Benfica tomorrow? Hopefully, get a, get a win. Um, um, the approach won't be any different. I think it's a mental thing as well um, to not have the the away goal rule. Um, but it is what it is. You know, it's it's changed. We'll have to um, get a good result um, um, tomorrow night and hopefully take that with us to to for the return leg at Anfield. Okay, we'll stay on the room. We'll go to Chris from Radio Motorsport, please. Hi, Virgil. Um, the high line's been discussed a lot recently, considering how many times you've been catching opponents offside. Just wondering how much communication goes into that, both 
during the games and during training as well in terms of getting that right? A lot. It is it obviously it's it's been going on for since I've been at the club. Um, it's now been highlighted. Well, I think if you if you look back at the last couple of seasons, we always trying to play with the high line and um, and we don't play on offside. But if you, obviously if you can put the player offside, it's it's only an advantage. I think this season and last season, I think already started with the rule that we keep playing on and then the linesman put the flag on, it looks a bit, you know, that we are conceding chances against us. Even the other day when obviously Ali had to make the save, um, it looked like we are vulnerable when he is offside. So I think that rule first and foremost has to get out, out of the out of the way. Um, but the other thing is, you know, the high line, we don't um, speak about it personally, a lot about it, but on the pitch, you definitely have to communicate. But I'm always... Um, I'm always trying to do that. I know you've got a very busy schedule over the next two months, but I was just wondering whether you and Sadio have had a chance to discuss the group stage for the World Cup and potentially going up against each other in the, the opening game in Qatar. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, I, I called him after he qualified. Um, and I said to him, obviously, well done. And um, we, we joked about it that we're going to be in the same group. And... Um, it happened, so uh, it's going to be so hard. You know, they are obviously the African champion, fantastic players, um, and we as well. So it's going to be tough. Opening game, 11 o'clock. I don't know who d decided to do 11 o'clock kickoff, to be fair. But um, yeah, it's going to be difficult. Um, so much respect for, obviously, Senegal and what, the, what they have achieved. Um, but we have to be ready as well. Given uh, the achievement that this side is on the cusp of doing over the next two or three months, how do you block out the external noise, especially you know living in the city? You know, how do you, do you allow yourself to dream? You and the rest of the players, or is it purely just on a game by game basis? Yeah, game by game. <laughs> the manager saying <laughs> says says this all the time, but it is really like this. You know, um, you can't focus on the next game where you still have a game to play. So for us, is that tomorrow night? Um, and that will be a very tough one. And then we have to recover how tough that will be. Obviously, we're flying back the day after. So you, you have a, you know, an, this time an extra day for, for City. But, you know, you have to make sure you do the right things. And then the focus will be on the next game. So that's how we see it. And for me personally, I'm not, I'm not too difficult in this. So I just um, try to focus on the game ahead. Okay, we'll um, head to Zoom now. So, Juliet, would you like to come next, please? Hello, Nadia, Jill. So, um, we couldn't hear you here on the Zoom land um, at the start of your press conference. If there are a few something, please let me, you know, please tell me if, I, if you've been asked these questions already. Um, I was just wondering, as a team, though, at this stage of the season, bearing in mind you say you take it game by game, but the next 12 days, um, if you reflect Jurgen Klopp's his programme notes at the weekend about this, the fact that hopes and dreams could be achieved. Um, are you improved more as a team in these big moments, would you say? Well, obviously, we're definitely more experienced. Um, we've been in that situation that, for example, Manchester City is. Um, we've been in the Champions League final. So, we, you know, we have been in this situation before. Um, but you only can influence the game ahead of you. And that's how we see it. Um, tomorrow is going to be a big one. 
of the two that that that's ahead of us. Um, so that's the only thing we can do. We can only focus on on, on tomorrow night and and nothing else. Do you look at it then that you've got everything to gain um, and nothing to lose because of the position that you find yourself in? Well, we don't look at it that way. If I'm honest, yeah, yeah, I know, but I, I don't think we we look in it in that way. Um, we just want to make this season hopefully an unforgettable one for us, for us as players, for the staff, but as a whole club. You know, I think things, the things that have been going on at the moment at Liverpool, is something that no one should take for granted. You know, we are uh, as a group, we are very stable. We have a fantastic squad with the manager, the whole relationship with the club. Um, the performances, so we just we should just enjoy it. Go out there, um, give it your all, and if if that's enough at the end of the season, then happy days. If not, then we try again next year. But we shouldn't um, we shouldn't take for granted what's what's happening at, happening at the moment. Just if if you have been asked this question, it was just about um, Louis Van Gaal. Is it a measure? Does it sum up the measure of the person that he is? The fact that he kept his diagnosis away from the players during the international break and the treatment that he's been receiving. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I was also in shock last night uh, when I um, when I heard his, his, in, his interview because obviously he's, he's getting his film um, out next week so I was just <laughs> I was just wondering how how he would, would, would promote it a little bit and speak about this, his, his life and and then obviously that was a was a big shock, and um, obviously I messaged him after the, after the interview, and um, but yeah, it definitely says a lot about him. I, I said to him as well, he probably he's not the type of guy that needs a lot of sympathy. That's how he, he is. But um, I told him as well that we are definitely going to be there for him um, as a group whenever he needed, um, and hopefully we can also make it for him a, a World Cup. To uh, to never forget. Thank you. We've got time for two more questions, so we'll go to Ian at Talk Sports. Oh, yeah. I, I might have two questions. Okay. Go on, Ian, if you're quick. Okay. Uh, first question, Virgil. Um, I know there are no easy games in football. Before you you, you come out of that that well-worn um, cliche, but you are expected to probably get past Benfica and reach the semi-finals. This is one of the easiest games. Can you just explain? The pressure on you when you go into a tie where you are the favourites, yeah, will be favourites to win. Well, I want you know they're in the last eight of the Champions League, so we can't say one of the easiest draw, but they are there for a reason. It's going to be tough tomorrow night. Um, I've watched the game when they played against Barcelona at home. We all obviously analysed them here and. Um, it's going to be difficult and that's how we, we face. We have to show them the respect they deserve and um, it will be tough. And, and for you guys, from the outset, you can make whatever you want out of this, but it's going to be tough and we are ready for a tough test. And the other one was that the pandemic robbed you of celebrating the Titan thing with your fans, um, you know, of going through Liverpool and celebrating that particular um, massive achievement for the first time in 30 years. This season is, is, is perhaps the fact that you missed out on on that. Is this season a chance to maybe win the title again, Champions League, and, and then go and celebrate and have that moment you, you were deprived of two years ago? I don't know. We're still one point behind City, so they at the moment they are the 
on the pole position. Um, so we'll uh, we'll give it everything, and then um, hopefully we can celebrate on the end of the season together with our friends. So uh, we'll see. Okay, we have Paul Joyce next, please. Virgil, you said at the weekend on Twitter, just enjoy the ride. Is is that difficult to do at all when the stakes are so high? Does does worry or fear never come into your your mind at all? No, in this case, definitely not, because you know we're in, we're in this position. We are still in the in our competitions. Um, we're playing good. We have we have all the chance still to to win all those competitions as well. So just go for it. And and I think also the fans. Obviously, it was was an early kickoff um, last last game, and and we only won a lot. And it could obviously be a feeling that you know what if we um, give this away or something like that. But we just need everyone to just enjoy it, give everything as a, as a fan as well, uh, support us like you always do. And um, yeah, just just enjoy the ride, like I said before. Okay, sorry, final question, Dom in the room, please. It is just a follow-on to this, and you're talking about uh, making an unforgettable year. If you get into the middle of June and you've only got one medal to show for this season, how would you feel? I go again next year. <laughs> yeah, of course you got feelings, but the way you, you can't say that at the moment because it could be if you're losing a Champions League final, for example, then obviously you are very disappointed. But you know, it, it, you have no idea. You would just have to go for it and take it game by game, and that's how I see it. Um, and what else can you do? You have only you can you have only the influence on, on on for example tomorrow night. If you don't get a good result tomorrow night, it makes it a lot difficult at Anfield when we play the second game. And then what if you're out? So how would you feel then? So it's like you don't you don't need to think what's going to happen in in, in mid May um, at the moment. You just have to um, you know focus on on the games ahead, like the manager keeps saying and. But that's how you really see it. And that's how, how we are also, um, how do you call it, ground-headed level, grounded, sorry, um, and, and, and don't get carried away, I think. Lovely. Thank you very much, Thank everyone. You. Cheers, guys.